to you. <laughs> All right, you can say the intro now. Okay. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I do it? Actually. <laughs> okay, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> You're like scared to say it now. Just say the intro so we can talk. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Moogie. And I'm Mina. And we're Migi Mail, a podcast made by two friends that discuss the vast world of content creation and whatever the fuck we want. Today, we are talking about Honkai Impact 3rd. Ooh, Honkai Impact 3rd. Because I recently just played through Chapter 9, which if you have planed, hold, planed, 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 if you played, have ridden a played. plane <laughs> that is Honkai Impact 3rd, <laughs> the infamous, you... the infamous chapter. Yes, the infamous uh, Where the Story Begins chapter. How are you feeling? Oh, disclaimer, heavily spoiler episode. If yeah, you have not played you... Chapter 9, don't listen. If you haven't played Honkai Impact at all, just don't listen. No, I mean, if you haven't played, I think you can listen. You just won't know what's going on. But if you're, no. like, on Chapter 7, don't listen. I I don't know. I feel like it kind of ruins the experience, though. If they ever play in the future. But, like, what if okay. they... If you never plan on playing, if you never plan on playing Honkai Impact Third, you yeah. can listen. Okay, because like I think genuinely, I probably saw spoilers for Honkai before I played, but didn't know where it was from, so I simply did not care, and it did not stay mm. in my brain. All right, if you have no intention of playing Honkai Impact Third ever in your life, you can yeah. listen. Yeah, you just want to play it tomorrow? Watch our don't listen. Just watch our vods. <laughs> don't play. Just watch our our playthroughs, both of them. Oh, Have them on at the so same time. All right. <laughs> and just experience it with us. But yeah, man, chapter nine. Like, how you feeling? I, I kind of like because I I was kind of already spoiled by you know everyone saying like yeah. oh from like especially I think I didn't really know until someone posted about Himeko being like oh you were as beautiful as the day you left from Star Rail. Oh, yeah. But I kind of had a suspicion already just from, like, her character, like, and her surrounding information. Mm -mm, like, mm -mm. it kind of, I don't know. There was a lot of death flags. There was a lot of death flags. Yeah, you and were telling after, me before we started, like, death flag number one, alcoholic. Yeah, death flag <laughs> number one, she's an alcoholic. Ain't nobody drinks like that for no reason. Like, <laughs> they are hiding something if they are drunk all the time. <laughs> Doesn't it yeah, hurt, it, though, when they build up a character just to kill them? Yeah. I think, like, one of the things that really got to me was the buildup as well to the cinematic. Mm, like, mm -hmm. the direct buildup. Because, like, Himeko as a character was already pretty established, right? Yeah. But, like, the the cinematic before, like, the, the big, big Final Lesson cinematic. Yeah. Um, Where she's, like, dude, like, she's, like, I was bleeding out. Like, I can't staunch my blood. You know, like... Uh, everyone around me is rushing people like into like medical care and stuff like that. Everyone's hurt, but no one pays attention to me. Oh, Himeko. And, but like she, she, she's okay with it, you know? Cause yeah. she's like, I'd rather people, other people get saved than myself. Cause I know I'm already a goner. And then like the whole imagery, like it doesn't show it, but like the way that it's written, it like basically implies that she's running against the wave. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's running backwards and she's running forward. Yeah. And, like, that imagery fucking broke me. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, characters that bear so much on their shoulders really, really hurt me. 
that's why I told you, I think before you played it, I'm like, because you, you, you have a really big thing with found family. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that like Himeko treats like Kiana, May, and Bronya, mm-hmm. they're, like they're, they're a family. Like they are a family. And that's what makes it hurt so much more. Like when Kiana kind of comes to and realizes what just happened. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that that's what hurt the most. Yeah, man. Oh. I think like one of the things I talked about when I like initially first saw it mm-hmm. was that like the most tragic thing about this scenario being played out was that it was exactly what Ulto planned, you know? Oh, man, screw him. I He's think so that's beautiful like, though. That's the part that made me like like heart wrenched the most where it was like she did all this for Kiana, mm-hmm. but it was all falling into the hands of some stupid man. Yeah. You know, like, and it's like, it sucks because it's like, you know, yeah, she saved Kiana, but at what cost? And also, like, the fact that this guy knew what she was like as a person mm-hmm. and, like, you know, he manipulated her feelings to forward his own, you know, motive. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, he was basically like the game master where, yeah, yeah. He, he knew his goal and he knew how to get his goal. And it kind of makes it, like, hurt more that they all just played into the roles perfectly. Yeah, and it sucks, too, because it's, like, I I wouldn't have wanted it any other way, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I think if Kimiko didn't do what she did, like, there would have been a lot more casualties, Yeah, you know? And, but it's still just, like, it's so tragic because of the fact that it was so well executed by Ulto, you know? Like, this emotional sequence that, like, Kiana and Himeko and everyone goes through having to let go of their, you know, someone really close to them. Mm-hmm. And it was all calculated, you know? It's all like, according to Keikaku. Yeah, it was all according to Keikaku. And that's the worst part. It like it almost downplays the emotional aspect of it because like you know as a player that mm-hmm. this was all according to Oto, you know? Yeah. Like but like all to Himeko according to, to Oto. All according to Oto. <laughs> <laughs> but like to Himiko and Kiana and like you know uh Tesla and everyone who was actually close to like all these people like it was yeah. such an emotional sequence you know oh fun and fact like, Kiana and Tesla actually have never met oh really yeah they haven't met oh shit they've heard of each other but they never met ah uh, because Tesla was huh that one scene with Tesla like trying to zombify herself and then unzombifying hers I was like excuse me girl right now Dude, <laughs> Tesla is a badass. I adore Tesla, like, to the moon and back. But I was just like, okay, maybe I'm not understanding something here. Because yeah. I was really confused. I was like, why the hell is she testing this theory now? Um, No, they were testing, like, the way I understood was, like, the serum that could bring Kiana back. Like, they were testing that. So they needed to know if it worked or not. But it was a different serum, wasn't it? I mean, I can't remember. It's been a minute. I just know it was something to do with the Spear of Destiny, but then, like, that was never talked about afterwards. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. And to my knowledge, it's not going to be talked about, at least where I'm at. Okay. Because <laughs> I will say, like, going forward, like, you're about to play Chapter 10. Mm-hmm. The tone's going to shift drastically. Ah. It's going to get depression? It's different. Like... Chapter 10 and 11 for me were the hardest to get through. Not because it was emotional, but because 
like you had such a huge buildup of chapter nine that mm. like the other two kind of felt lackluster. Oh, like they paled in comparison. Yeah. But I will say this, there's another cinematic in 11. Mm. That's really good. Mm. But then 11 EX, I think the emotional ante comes back. And like, that's when I started, I think 11 EX is when I genuinely started to like care for these characters. Mm. and then like that care only kept getting like greater each chapter like forward so like now i'm on i just finished 19 so like i'm like invested in these care like i like i like they make me like my heart hurt now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. happiness and honkai are, are they're not hand in hand so like <laughs> the h in honkai does not stand for it, happiness it does not because <laughs> literally they, they if you see any character be happy like just be be cautious that's it just no, be cautious that's how they fucking fuck you dude they they make characters genki and then they ruin them <laughs> no but literally i'm really excited for you to get to 11 like 11 ex specifically but the end of 11 is very good it's just a, it's so hard to get through because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the play style and you're being forced to play like battle suits you don't want to play or they'll have, have the most Bronia? yeah and the most unengaging oh. battle suits ever for like 10 hours but it's fine you got this the only thing I, like, I swear, I'm going to hear this in my fucking nightmare is fire, 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 fire. <laughs> it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. <laughs> but yeah. So wait, who's your favorite character right now in Honkai? Honestly, Himiko, man. Really? I, I just, okay. I, I have a, like, I think we've talked about this before where, like, I have a thing for, like, you like tough characters that carry, yeah. like, a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I think it's because, like, not to, like, not to bring my own trauma into this, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because, like, I, I, I feel like I'm someone who, like, carries a lot on their shoulders, mm-hmm. but, like, I try to not let that interfere with, like, my relationships and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I know it's, like, not something that everyone can deal with. Yeah. And I think, like, Kimiko especially had that same thing going for her, where it's, like, she understood she was dying and she was going through that turmoil of, like, you know, dealing with mortality. Yeah. But, like, she never talked about it with anyone else because she knew that no one else would understand. Yeah. And so, like, I think, like, that dynamic really, really strikes a chord in me. And, like, Mm. I I felt a lot, like, of resonance with a lot of Himiko-type characters. Like, even Dengoku. Yeah. Um, And someone who had to... Yeah, from Demon Slayer. Like, oh, actually... There was this one scene in uh, the the cinematic where she like has her sword mm-hmm. and it like there's swirling fire around it. Oh, that was so cool, dude! And I was like, dude, this is Rengoku. Like, <laughs> this, this, this is OG is, Rengoku. The same <laughs> but dude, I actually think you're gonna really like Kiana's character going forward. Mm, I really I do think, think she has. Are. I think she has a lot of trauma as well. Oh, like. <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah i think she, like i i'm hypothesizing that this is going to be like the point where she's gonna start breaking and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. because she finally has because like the whole thing with kiana is that like all her trauma from the past was kind of like buried down right yeah and conceal like, don't feel yeah conceal don't feel and i, I think to like that. <laughs> <laughs> i think like with the himiko trigger like mm-hmm. with the idea that because she has to deal with the fact that she basically killed, you know, yeah, someone that she loved, even though it wasn't technically her, but like it was her body, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I think like her reckoning with that and her like dealing with that trauma is gonna be like a big part in her moving forward as a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting, <laughs> dude. No, 
because <laughs> like i i started talking about like future stuff right like yeah. I, I started hypothesizing on stream right every single time like i would say anything and ask chat like is this is this what's gonna happen yeah they'd be like hmm. oh my god the hums bro honestly i prefer the hums over them just telling you what happens no that is true yeah yeah, yeah. but i think it's really funny because like like i don't know if like, I, how I true know. I think, like, or how close yeah. you are to the truth I don't know how close I am to the truth, but I also feel like I'm pretty good at like you're very good at picking guessing. up on yeah I'm I'm pretty good at picking up on like cues in media in Dude, like these sort of contexts. When we watched Oshinoko together, <laughs> so we were watching it with a group of people, and me, Evie, and Umi already watched it, but we were watching again with you and Pixel, and mm -hmm. so like we knew the ending, and you guys did it. Two seconds before, spoiler alert, I dies in the first chapter or the first episode. Mookie's like, she's going to die. She's going to die. Look, look, look. He's hiding his hand. There's a knife. There's a knife. Like, Can you shut up? <laughs> like, it's about to happen. Just experience it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I was literally like, we are two seconds away from this happening. Can you just know, watch man. her die? I, like, I saw the cues. I just saw the cues. I didn't know when it was going to happen. I just was like, mm, it's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. They're making us love this character too much. He's going to die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I think you're going to relate actually to a lot of characters going forward. Like, um, I think specifically Raiden May. Oh, really? I think Raiden May and Kiana, you're going to see elements of yourself in them. Ah... Uh... Yeah, Dude, I don't know. I want you to hit chapter 17. The most banger line in any media happens there. Like, oh, shit, really? Like, there's, like, there's, I don't want to say the line because I think it gives away a lot. But, mm -hmm. like, she says this one specific, like, line. Like, this one, like, dialogue. And my entire, like, existence got shifted by this, like, one, like, word. Like, a sentence, God not a word. damn. Because I was like, this, this did not need to go as hard as it went. It was, it's so good. Like, genuinely, like. I think going forward, like probably post chapter, like I think like 14, 15, 16, 17, those were really strong. I really enjoyed mm, that arc. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, you, just, I don't know. I like the build up. I, I like these characters now. And Durandal shows think... up in chapter 15. So, oh, I finally got to meet her. Oh my God. Isn't she great for like the two seconds She's that she showed pretty. up? She's very pretty. Oh, my love. She teased oh, me for so long. I will say. What the fuck happened to Fuhua? Bro, I don't even understand what's going on to Fuhua. Like, what's going on with her? <laughs> um, did you see the, 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 the Phoenix version? Like, you saw her, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, genuinely, my theory, I can't explain it. I have no idea what's going on with Fuhua. <laughs> my theory is that, like, she has, like, the ability... Because, like, she has the ability to impart parts of herself onto other people. Mm. And, like, maybe because of that, like... Like, I, I don't know, because, like, she did the whole, like, the, the the healing thing with Himiko, right? Like, oh, this should subside her pain a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, she felt a little pain in her own body. So I'm wondering if, like, this is kind of... I don't know if... Uh, what's the... Uh, there's a piece of media where... Oh, Dororo, Dororo. In Dororo, right? Like, Dororo, Dororo. Um, he's cursed where all of his, like, body parts and parts of himself are, like dispersed amongst different people or different like monsters right and so like have you ever seen it actually i've never seen dororo okay so that's the premise dororo this guy's cursed and all his I've like body parts and personality traits okay on anime music quiz <laughs> <laughs> party is over but um but yeah 
Um, uh, so like his entire that, journey. I don't know how accurate that is. Like, I don't know how accurate that theory is. If I'm being honest. Uh, it's complicated. Because my theory was that mm, like she has imparted like a part of herself to like everyone. Mm, and that's how she lives on through like everyone else. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. They do go a bit into Fuhua, but if I'm being honest, I have it wasn't really clear to me exactly what Fuhua is. Um, I'm actually about to hit the Fuhua arc. Oh, so chapter twenty, I believe, is the beginning of her arc. So she says so she does come back. Yeah, she's come back. Like you'll see her in like next chapter or something. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you know she. You'll see her soon. Um, but oh, that might be a spoiler. <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's fine because she didn't she didn't die in chapter nine did she yeah she died died she died what yeah she died died also killed her he shot her in the head oh yeah that did happen huh yeah but like then she popped up in the next chapter or the next scene okay as yeah, the see, phoenix no, so, form yeah so, so she's fine yeah she's no, fine but then she she died again because she left himiko once himiko conquered her inner demon well that doesn't mean she died yeah she left no no she said peace yeah, she said peace in her mind, which is basically dying. No, Where's, no, no, where no, else no, is she gonna no, go? No. She said, she said, Jane, not Sayonara. That's a difference. <laughs> Translators note that means see you later. Um, sorry, I guess mild spoiler, but she shows up really soon, so like Mm-mm-mm. you probably would have seen her next week. Um, but we're getting a whole ass Fuhua arc. But like, I don't know if it's like past Fuhua or current Fuhua. I don't know what's going on. Like. I saw the trailer for it, and it was insane, and I just screamed, and then I ended She's just an entity. Honestly, yeah. Also, I don't like Fuhua. Like, okay, I, okay, that's going to be canceled. I don't like the Fuhua from the Academy. See, that that's why I was, like, I was theorizing, like, maybe, um, like, the whole thing regarding her personality being split across people. Because, like, that's why I was, like, she's very, like, stoic and, like, emotionless. Mm. And so I was like, oh, is it because other parts of her that would contribute to her personality, you know, aren't with her mm. right now? I was mainly theorizing that um, she was probably hiding things or like part of like a greater, like a greater mission. Mm. And so like she didn't want to get emotionally attached. Like that was my theory why she was a bit more stoic. Mm-mm-mm. But I don't know. It hasn't been confirmed nor denied. I don't know what the hell's going on with Fuhua. Yeah, she she's an enigma for sure. I, was I also so hate confused. her battle suits as well. Like there are so annoying. There's one that I like, which I'm not going to say the name, but there's um, one that I specifically like to play. But that's about it. The first one they give us, the, it's the so hard. One. It's it's so hard, dude. Why do you have to do a combo? Just let me press my ultimate. <laughs> like, no, literally, like what you want? B A B A A B up down up down left right. No, no, dude. Honkai Impact made me realize that, like, I don't play gacha games to be good at video games. I play it for the story. <laughs> and Honkai Impact's like, no, you need to learn how to play, like, a game properly. And, like, that's not what I signed up for. Like, I like Star Rail. I, you know, I hit the auto button and I sit there. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> like, well, like, from memory of chaos, you still have to play the game. Well, yeah, but that's, like, different. It's not like hit this specific combo. It's more like using your brain and like skill. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. It, it's just I easier. I will say the um, 
I had a really hard time with the Hersher fight with Himeko. Oh, really? Um, yeah, everything else I did okay on. Um, like, I was able to get through, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But the first fight, I could not read the telegraphs. Like, it, it was just so fast. I think the pacing oh. would just fuck me up. Because everything was so slow before. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if I had an issue with that fight. There's one fight, specifically in a later chapter. I think plot armor saved my ass like 12 times in one fight. Oh, really? Maybe not 12 times. Maybe like, like a solid four times I would have died if I didn't have plot armor. Wait, what do you mean plot armor? What happens? Like you just weren't allowed to die. Like the story would not oh. let you die. You would be like, it can't end here. And you just like stood back up. <laughs> <laughs> it happened like four times. I'm like, this fight is hard. That's bro. so funny. <laughs> I was not allowed to die. Like it was just pure plot armor. God, I love the plot armor bottles. They're so funny. <laughs> it can't end here. I can't give up. It's like an Undertale. Have you ever played Undertale? I've not played Undertale. In Undertale, video like, games. in one of the in one of the last fights, yeah, it's so funny because like it, there's like this like very motivational music happening in the background, and like the the attacks are so insane, like the visuals are crazy, and every single time you die, mm-hmm. the, the the screen goes to like the game over thing, right? Yeah, and then like the heart breaks because when in over in Overwatch, or what? yeah, in Overwatch, like <laughs> <laughs> in Undertale, when you die, like your little heart meter breaks into mm-hmm. two but like Aww. it breaks and then it shakes and then it pieces back together Aww. and it's like with determination you will not fight you will not lose here and then it just starts the battle over again Dude. but like it won't let you die yeah <laughs> oh my god in Danganronpa if you die because you can like run out of health in a class trial like you know mm-hmm. the premise right I think I've explained the premise of the yeah, game yeah, yeah yeah so like if you like run out of health in the middle of the trial, it'd be like, okay, well, we're all voting for you. Like, you're the one who, like, did the murder, so you're going to die now. Oh, And then you can, like, you'd be like, it can't end here. And then you just, like, restart, <laughs> like, like, at the last checkpoint or something. <laughs> but, like, even if, like, you're almost at the end and, shit. and you already know who, like, the killer is. But the game's like, nope, I guess it's, I guess it's uh, Hajime. Like, okay, like, well, well then. <laughs> F me, am I right? <laughs> no, it can't end here. We have to persevere. With the power of friendship. With the power of friendship. I wish I, that happened in real life. I thought that'd be fun. That'd be great. Like plot armor. That'd be awesome. I guess that's just gaslighting. <laughs> hey, you did this thing wrong. Uh, no, with the power of friendship, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, video games are crazy. Yeah. Are you getting are you gonna get anything off of the Steam sale? Um, I'm not sure. I was looking at getting um so me and Pixel were thinking of playing the whole Halo series together. Oh. Apparently you can do that, uh multiplayer. Oh yeah, know. it's co-op mode. Yeah, yeah. But the whole Master Chief uh collection is on sale right now. It's oh, like shit. nine dollars. You should get Dung on Robo. <laughs> it's on sale just saying it's how much on sale. Of, how much of a sale is it i think it's 7.99 for number one. Oh, that's not bad i think if you want one and two it's, it's maybe like 12.99 mm. three is a little bit more expensive just because it's a bigger game ah like one and that's two were like two three gigs and ah, like number three is like 30 gigs i'm like this is a vn right <laughs> like what the 
<laughs> Why is it so much? Like, what's going on here? No, it's a full-on game. Oh, I ended up... I got the uh, Ace Attorney trilogy. Oh. It was on nice, Hella Sale. Nice. It was only $9.99. Oh, hell yeah. And then... I was um, thinking of um, yeah. getting Persona. Ooh, Persona 5? The, uh, the Royale? Uh, yeah, right? I think that's the one, right? Persona 5 Royale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to try it, but then also I heard it's like a hundred plus hours. Yeah, that's the thing that's holding me back because it's like, oh god, JRPGs, man. But I heard the playstyle is like Star Rail. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But the last time I remember, I played a little bit of Persona Five. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it, but I only played a little bit. I didn't see any of the cinematics or anything. It was like a game that was available at one of our uh oh. places in nyu like the community spaces yeah 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 that that's such a random game to have available i know it was so fucking random <laughs> i feel like most people have like what super smash like a quick game that you can just like one and done yeah no they had persona 5 royale and i was like excuse me <laughs> they were like we're gonna get you guys hooked on a like a 200 hour game but i played it a little bit mm -hmm. i didn't really like it mm. It could just be an acquired taste, but like I think maybe now that you like play Star Rail, maybe you yeah. might have like more of an appreciation for it. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wasn't a turn-based girly until like Star Rail. Yeah, I wasn't either. Or like Fire Emblem, I guess that's also considered turn-based. That's the thing, though. I remember not liking the turn-based system in Persona Five. In Persona or Fire Emblem? In Persona. Mm, I don't know so how don't it know. is. I've never seen it. But yeah. Um. I'm a fucking faker. I cosplay Futaba back like a can't while ago. This. I have never touched a Persona game. I can't believe a, a cosplayer not consuming the media in which they cosplay. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. I can't I know, believe I this. Know. It's it's a little it's a little fucked up. I can't believe you've done this. I'm oh, sorry. Speaking of cosplay, AX Chibi? Question mark? Yeah, we should totally do it. Question mark, question mark. Also, they announced officially AX next year as well, just because YOLO. Are, are you thinking I'm going? I'm kind of considering it. Oh, shit. Because, like, I... <clears throat> I want to go, but I only want to go if I can get a creator badge, like a Hoyo creator mm -hmm. badge specifically. Mm -hmm. So I have to hit up someone from, like, their team be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> can I... Ooh woo. Can I go? Can, can I have a creator badge? Ooh woo. Like puts hair behind ear. Like ooh woo. Would you go if you didn't though? I would still want. It looked really fun this year. I will say. Uh, AX it is looks better crazy. Experienced. AX is better experienced not going inside AX. I know, but I want Artist Alley. The art looks so good. You do not want Artist Alley. I want Artist Alley though. That's the only reason I want to go to cons is for stuff to buy. God. And Artist Alley at AX is literally like. It's so bad. But it looked like, like it had such good stuff. All my friends were sending me shit. And I'm like, I want it. But you like, can just I buy the art at their website. No, but none of them do it. They don't have the same stuff. It's always like con exclusive. Uh, or they don't even have an online site because they don't want to deal with shipping. Which uh, I mean, like valid. valid. But like, but okay, but I'm here. Like <clears throat> the standing man emoji. Like, um, <laughs> excuse me. Pardon. Oh, um, I was actually talking to, to Curran Yuju. Who are both uh. artists? Uh, for go check them out. They have great art. Uh, but um, because Kerr made a more more jump keychain because they're uh -huh. making uh just like Project Sakai keychain. So obviously yeah. they sent me the more more jump one because I'm a more more jump simp. Mm -hmm. And so like they're thinking of doing like a con, but like where they live. 
Mm. And they were thinking of maybe doing a, uh, like, both of them, like, teaming up together and doing, like, a bunch of cons, like, in the U.S. Mm. And they mentioned one of the cons that happens to be very close to where we inhabit. And where I was we like, inhabit. In, I don't want to, like, say which con because it's just going to give it away completely. <laughs> I know, but where we inhabit, where we live? Well, yeah, where we live, like, near where, where we, we live. Inhabit. inhabit. Yeah, same shit. So, so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to meet you guys. But then I mentioned, oh, I'm going to a con in October. But, like, on the DL, because I'm just going, like, privately with one of my IRL friends. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, Yuzu lives there. And I'm like, what? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're going to meet up and, like, probably get dinner. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Yeah, I think. I can't. No, I think I met Yuju. Have you? I think so. I think when uh, Shia went to New York, we all got together. We didn't hang out for too long, Wow, though. the way you just doxed. I was trying so hard to avoid what state. <laughs> Oh, I mean, New York is a big place. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying so hard to avoid the states, Mookie. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, New York is huge. But, yeah. But also, I'm actually going to a con at the end of the month. You're going to be on your road trip, though. Oh, is it the one near us? Yeah. Ah, uh, Yeah. I forgot that con happens. Uh, I was gonna this time. ask you, but I know I know you're gonna be traveling, so I'm like I'm not yeah, gonna bother. No. So I'm going with one of my IRL friends. Dude, I I don't think I would go even if you did ask. Damn. It's, I, <laughs> okay. No, during okay. this time, it's, during it's this fine. time, if I would, no, no, because it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> it's it's okay. Let me explain. Uh-huh. I mean to say, like, I, I th- if I were to be traveling so soon, like to mm-hmm. go move on a road trip. I don't think I can handle a con right now. Yeah. Which is also why I didn't ask. But I also knew the timing. You're going to be on the road. Mm-hmm. So I didn't bother in, asking. I'm going to be in Alabama. I'm going to be in Alabama. Sweet Alabama. Alabama. I was uh, with Shia when we were, like, when I was planning out my stops at the road trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're going to go stop by and, uh, like, see her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we were in call together and we were just, like, you know, planning stuff out. And there's this one place called Bucky's. Have you ever heard of it? Bucky's? Bucky's? Yeah. It's it, never B U C E E. B U C E E. B U C E E? Yeah. Like Boosies? No, like Bucky's. <laughs> Boosies? Boosie? Boosey. <laughs> what is this? It's a it's like a gas station slash Costco. What? Yeah. It's really strange um it's like can a you, gas station can you get the hat i will get the hat i will pay you I, for that i will pay you I for you to give me a hat can I, we get matching bussy hats yes <laughs> we can get matching bussy hats <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> but um yeah so apparently it's really popular in the south oh um, i've been it's to like the a, south before though i've never seen it oh really because it's like um, a gas station rest yeah. stop slash grocery store slash like food area yeah i used to go spend summers in tennessee oh shit yeah that's where like my mom's side of the family lived so like every other summer because i have a cousin who's my age mm. so like either i would go to tennessee spend the month with her or she would come here and spend a month with like me mm. because like i was obviously the youngest only girl and she was an only child so like we would just spend summers together. Mm. We dude, we used to <laughs> so we would go to sleep at night like we used to like be in bed 
and she'd be on Wattpad reading One Direction self-insert fanfic. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was also just reading like, not self-insert, but I was just reading fanfic. <laughs> oh, speaking of fanfic, I've been reading through the, um, the, the PETA perspective, Hunger Games. Oh yeah. Fanfic. I finished the first one. I'm reading the second one now. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> I thought that one was like all of the books. It's each book? Yeah, it's each book. Oh. So Holy the first shit. one is on the Hunger Games, and then there's another one called Throwing Sparks, and it's yeah. on Catching Fire. Oh. And then the third one is called The Mutt, and it's on Mockingjay. Uh, Mockingjay. Oh, Peter. Yeah, and then they also wrote an epilogue. Oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. This is god, so writers. extensive. What if it's actually like Suzanne Collins from like an Imagine alt account? she's just ghostwriting it. <laughs> and she's like, I want everyone to understand Peter's perspective, but I don't want to like go through the hassle of like getting this edited and all of that. So here you guys go on AO3. No, but oh my god, it's it's written so well. Like really? there's this one point where so it, it deals with like half of uh catching well. Half of Throwing Sparks um, is about, is not even about the games. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even go into the games, I don't think, until like chapter 15 or something like that. Oh, wow. But a good part of it is literally just Peter reckoning with the fact that he has to deal with his emotions, Aww. but also has to pretend to love Katniss while pretending to not love Katniss. Oh, you know? Peter, baby boy. Yeah, it's so sad. And like, at one point, he comes to the realization that like, Basically, like, what happens is Katniss goes through, like, a crisis moment. Yeah. And um, he has to step in and help her, right? Mm-hmm. And he realizes in that moment that, like, um, no matter what, like, capital or no capital, games or no games, Gale or no Gale, he would do everything for Katniss. Like, he would oh, be there for her all the time, no matter what. <gasps> oh, sweet baby boy. I know. it's uh, I He like, is ah. too good. I'm sorry. He is too good for Katniss. He is too fucking good. He is good. too good for that universe. He is such a good boy. He's so sweet sweet little lad but yeah it's really real it's really well written like i think like reading through this has made me love him so much more as a character really just because like it's just the the way this person writes it they it's very reasonable like he has moments Mm. where he resents his emotions yeah and he's like why did i have to fall in love with her or like it's so ironic the tragedy of me giving everything for this girl but yet having nothing in return once the games were over. Because, like, he was originally intending to give everything for her and die, you know? And so he wouldn't have to deal with the aftermath of it. But now that he has to deal with the aftermath of it, he's like, what's the irony of this, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude. That kind of reminds me, low-key, of, like, the Lochorus fanfic I read. Because... No, not the the fucking trauma. (laughs) No, but because, like, Chisato lived her life knowing that she was going to die young. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she like her life got extended, she had to deal with the consequences of her actions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because like all of a sudden she all the lived choices life. She, yeah. yeah, she she lived life to the fullest and now she has to deal with the consequences of doing that and how that affected the people around her. <laughs> it's like psych. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, dude, I read such a good one where like she's out to realize that Takina would die for her no matter what. And it scared mm-hmm. her. I'm like, Ooh, this is the good shit, man. This is the good <laughs> Isn't it crazy, though, how media, especially, like, fan-written media, can change your perspective of characters? Yeah. No, 100%. Like, have you ever read something where, like, let's say a character, like, you didn't really care about got written horribly? Like, they were, like, a demonic spawn, and you just despise their character, like, now, like, going forward? Even though, like, in the media themselves, they did nothing? Um, 
I can't think of any character that like what my perspective was changed on in fan fiction. Really? Yeah. I felt that I way. About who? Just like in general, if it's like, let's say mainly involving ships, but uh, if like I like a character, but I like one specific ship, but that person gets shipped with someone else, I end up presenting the person they get shipped uh, with that I don't ship because I'm like, they're I so see, freaking, can you get out, please? Like, I'm trying to ship something here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I just start hating on them. And then like, it's not their fault. It's just everyone else's fault for not having taste. Oh, there was this one character uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. No, because I actually really didn't like Jack Atlas uh, for a good portion of like me watching through it. I, re- I remember I read this one fiction, mm-hmm. uh, one fan fiction, where it was talking about how Jack Atlas like had the had to bear the weight of like being champion and having to like get rid of all of his friendships and have his emotions in order to yeah. like be in this position where he thought was success because there was so much pressure on him as a kid. Mm. And so like he, like that perspective really did change my like you understanding really like of his character. Characters who go through trauma as children. I love characters who go through trauma <laughs> as children. You're like, oh, bearing weight. Oh, sign me. You're like, you're like hands together, licking lips. Like, Ooh, oh, sign yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> Give me that shit right now. Like, I just think it's just really relatable you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's so crazy to me because i the way i consume media is like i'm not finding characters i relate to mm. like i feel like if i relate to the character that's the less i like them really yeah because i don't know i guess like when i'm consuming media i don't want to consume real life because i'm like that's already real life Mm-mm-mm. yeah we've talked about this before yeah like i want to just like escapism i want to like see new stuff so I like seeing like different types of characters like go through different things that I would never experience personally. Cause I'm like, oh, this is fascinating because like I would never do this or I would never go through that, hopefully. Like, I don't want I don't want that trauma. Um mm-hmm. and it's just fascinating to see what happens. And like that's why I guess I never had self-inserts growing up. I just like never wanted mm-hmm. to be in that world. I just like mm-hmm. to see that world from an outsider's perspective. I think for me, there's something, I don't know. I think maybe it comes from the cosplayer like aspect of myself mm-hmm. as well, where it's like I cosplayed a lot of characters because I felt like they were characters that resonated with me and were able to do something that I couldn't. Um, like, for example, uh, one of my favorite characters, uh, uh, Chiyuki from Death Parade. Yeah. She's able to come to terms with her suicide. And like, so premise is that she uh, ends up having a really bad sports injury where she can't ice skate anymore. Yeah. And she gets so depressed because of that, because that was her passion growing up. That was her lifeline that she ends up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. And so in uh, Death Parade, she's basically in limbo uh, because she doesn't want to accept the fact that she like is not alive anymore. Um, or like not, not that, but like she doesn't remember how she died. Yeah. And like basically the story reveals that people who commit like suicide um they don't remember because they're the ones who imparted it on themselves it wasn't like an accident or something like that oh yeah so like they killed that part of themselves and so like when i saw her at the very end like like reconciling with like her childhood and her life and like how it went through and like she accepted it and she was sad about it but she moved on yeah and i was like oh fuck dude like that tugged at heartstrings because Mm -hmm. it was just really relatable Especially, like, I think debilitation with, like, health and, like, uh, physical issues. 
like I really relate to that as well. And so like I cosplayed her because I was like, oh, I like this. I like this character a lot, you know, yeah. and like I could feel very uh, empathetic towards this character. And like, I think that's the reason why I approach media in this way. It's because like it's like these characters make me feel like that I can do something more with my situation as well. Oh, I get or like that. I can see yeah. like a different angle of struggle or a different angle or perspective that I wasn't able to see before with my own, you know, my own yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think like it's just a matter of different experiences. Mm -hmm. No, I think that makes sense. I yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I like Himeko so much. Yeah, because you could you could well, relate and like yeah. insert yourself. <laughs> I don't know, man. I also don't think I see a lot of characters that are just like like me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i think i see characters that have aspects but nothing that i'm like oh yeah that's me like 100 percent. yeah i mean because i generally feel like it's because a lot of characters in media they're fucking exaggerated to hell and back you know oh yeah and yeah <laughs> but even then like, it's I like, like slice of life i watch a lot of slice of life i don't know i think it's more so like okay i think it's more so like because you know like it's the it's the whole thing. It's like you'll have like many good memories, but you'll still remember the bad ones because the bad ones impact you so much. Mm. I think it's because it's like trauma is something that's really easy to relate to. Like in the sense of like specific trauma of like for these things like Himiko bearing a lot of weight on her shoulders, yeah, having yeah, yeah. to be responsible and stuff like that. It's something that's very easy to relate to because it's something that I feel like a lot of people have experienced. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Whereas like Maybe, like, for you specifically, the traumas that you've experienced are a bit more, like, nuanced. Yeah. So it's a bit more difficult to find characters that are exaggerated in that way in media, you know? Yeah, I'm like, where's the immigrant experience, but, like, <laughs> but like heavily religious undertones? But, like, yeah. you still have a good relationship with your parents because they just don't know everything. But, like, you know, the moment they do, it's game over. So it's like, ugh. Yeah, like that. I feel like that's such a that's such a nuance. And <laughs> it's like, no, maybe I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch that Genki girl. Go play a guitar. <laughs> and be a little homoerotic with like her friend that plays the bass. Like I'm gonna go do that. Like we're we're good. But yeah, I don't know. Media is crazy. Media is so Media powerful. Media is crazy. It is really powerful. I was. Um, I will say. Oh, yeah. I, I think like a lot of like I, I especially like now that you know our lives kind of do revolve around media and content creation. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm starting to see like the value of entertainment. Like I think before, I was kind of just like, especially with like content creation and VTubing. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah, you know what? It's not that important of a job. You know. Mm. Like it, arguably, it's like yeah. Of course, we're not. We're never gonna be like on par with doctors. Yeah. You know? Like, they have people who are literally saving lives. Like, no one's going to be on par with that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I do feel like there's something to be said about the fact that we have so much solace and, like, confidence in these characters and, like, the entertainment value of, like, you know, uh, these stories and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think there's something to, to be said about that. It's, like, it's nice that, like, to see entertainment and content being appreciated in that way. I, it I makes think... me feel, like, more important about, yeah. like, the content that we make, you know? Dude, like, art is so powerful. Because, like, just, like, imagine a world without it. Mm -hmm. Where if we just woke up, did our job, went to sleep, and there was nothing that, like, sparked joy. That's a dystopian novel. 
that is a dystopian novel. Probably at least like three of them. Yeah. But it's kind of scary. But like, I was actually talking to with my chat yesterday, like just like about like streaming and stuff and how mm-hmm. this like was never in the cards for me growing up. And it's kind of insane how much things can change and how like priorities can shift depending on like the circumstances that you're in. Mm-hmm. Isn't it kind of wild? Like, let's say like two years ago, if like, or two, three years ago, COVID never happened, like how different lives would be. Yeah, no, it's insane. Like, I, I don't think we would have met. Definitely. I don't think so either. I was not online before COVID. Mm-hmm. I was like an offline normie. <laughs> it was kind of like, it's kind of weird how different I was. Is that insane? It's crazy, man. Like our like primary friend group is like people we all met through VTubing. Mm -hmm. And like someone I met through VTubing. Hmm. Hmm. What did you say? My partner is someone I met through VTubing. Yeah. And like like now we're moving in together. It's crazy. Like that's so insane. That's so crazy. I don't know. That's it's 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 just wild. I think like things that are meant to happen are like meant to happen. Mm-hmm. and it's just like kind of insane when you just ride the wave yeah i do really wonder though like what like the what if you know mm. like what if covid never happened where would i be yeah like i wish there was a way to go back in time and like see the outcome like good or bad mm. i want to see like what just happened see what go like see yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> if we can go back right to the beginning of covid though dude i would change so many things Oh, a hundred percent. There's so many things I would just like, like, I don't know what I have started streaming. Okay. Knowing that my company did mass layoffs like three years later, probably I would have started earlier. Um, mm-hmm. but, but it's just, I don't know. It's so, it's crazy to think about, but also like, I try not to think about it because you can't obviously go to the past and change things. Yeah. So it's best not to dwell, but it's just like. I think it's kind of magical that like the stars aligned in a way that like let's say we were able to become friends and I, I consider you one of my closest friends just like oh my god yeah oh my god oh my god yeah you like me or something oh my god like the fact that we have a podcast together or the fact that we <laughs> hang out regularly together like yeah oh my god watching Fifty Shades of Grey tonight <laughs> dude we're playing, I'm like going over to your place in freaking like November for Thanksgiving yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy how like things have come to be though like we would not have be like we would not be planning these things you know if not for content creation yeah not at all and even then like even like the kind of like the stuff that like you had to go through last year and like all of that i think it brought us a lot closer together i think so too yeah like especially not gonna say the name but like that whole you know situation like i don't think we would have been as close. I mean, trauma bonding, right? But like, I don't think we would have been as close if like that situation hadn't happened. Yeah, because like even before that situation, I think we were getting closer. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think that whole situation, I don't know, made it like the the friendship more real. Yeah, it was like we went through something together. Yeah. Like, and it, it was, felt like it was less we surface level. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, We were able to overcome something together and that felt like that felt like it was pushing it into the next next stage yeah so like now it's like we're friends for life you can't get rid of me now yeah (laughs) (laughs) i am coming to your wedding (laughs) if you invite me or not (laughs) like i will show up i will be there fucking show up (laughs) but yeah isn't that crazy 
Wow, this episode got kind of uh, kind of sentimental, huh? Oh my gosh. We have like emotions and shit. It's because you're leaving me. <laughs> Who am I going to get I'm hot sorry. pot with? You can come to California. I'm, com- I'm planning trips. <laughs> I'm I'll planning. Be back pretty, I'll be back pretty often anyways. Yeah, I know. Because um, over the next at least few years, I think I will be back at least every once every three months. Oh, God damn. Because um, I need to... I need to start like slowly bringing stuff over. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Because I still have quite a bit of stuff here that I don't really need right now. Yeah. But it's still my stuff. So I'm just going to keep it in like the basement in like little baggies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like slowly take stuff over as I come back and whatnot. Dude, that's like my brothers. They've been out of the house for like <laughs> 10 years. But every time my brother comes over, he goes to the basement and he picks something to take home. I'm like, <laughs> like why are you taking this? <laughs> No, dude, that's like my dad. Every single time he comes back uh, to like America, mm-hmm. he's always asking me like, "Do you still want this?" I'm like, <laughs> uh, "Do you want it?" And he was like, "But if you no, but I mean, if if you don't want it, I'll take it." And I was like, "If you want it, just take it, man. I don't know what you want from me. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me, <laughs> man? It's wild. I think moving is crazy. I haven't had to move since I was like four. Moving is crazy, dude. I think like when you, especially when you move." I'm experiencing this like tenfold right now where it's like you realize how much fucking shit you have. Oh yeah, you were complaining about that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like how do I have so much shit? Why does it never end? Like I've donated 20 bags mm-hmm. of shit already. How do I have still have more? Like Oh dude, when um so when I got like when I when I finished my wage cage job, mm-hmm. I like rearranged my office space. Mm-hmm. You, you saw the new layout, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so before doing that, I'm like, oh let me go through all my drawers and just clean them out. God. holy shit the God. amount of stuff that these drawers can hold i was like what when did i buy this i found like <laughs> i found like an extra mic that i didn't know i had i found like what? but it was like it, i think it was my first mic it was like a 30 dollar like usb uh, mic uh, which is why i didn't sound good back then but um i found like the extra drawing tablet that i gave you i found like it just found stuff i'm like when did i when did i buy this wait where did, where did this come from yeah i was um I was like searching through some of my cosplays because like mm-hmm. I, I I keep all my cosplays in like um, boxes, right? Yeah. But like I haven't touched those boxes since like when I was in high school, and Ooh. I was opening all of them up and I was like, "What the fuck did I get this cosplay?" <laughs> and I've never worn this hey in guys, my life. Hey guys, new cosplay. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> oh, it's so crazy yeah. though. Cosplay is such an enigma to me. You don't want to understand it. It's so much. It's like I see cool. Like I, I think I'm more appreciative of it of it now that I've been like mm-hmm. around it more. I still don't fully understand it though. It, it just, I don't think it's anything I'm ever going to fully understand. Yeah, I don't think you need to. Um, <laughs> it, it's a really expensive hobby for no fucking reason. Mm, I guess like any hobby, bro. Why are keycaps so expensive? Okay, yeah. I mean, okay, but like cosplay as a hobby in the terms of like content creation, I think has the least return. Oh, yeah. Unless like, I guess like companies hire you for events. I don't know. Even that, you don't get that much. Really? Like, usually they'll cover the cosplay cost, transportation cost, and yeah. like your badge fee and whatnot. You don't and usually get that much. Yeah. Uh, it's really just a... Uh... Because you work on hourly basis. Mmm... I know my friend said that she got $60 an hour for working at a fate booth. Yeah. That's it? 
Yeah. For fate? <laughs> yeah, for fate. Where one person spent $72,000 on FGO? Yeah, yeah. They couldn't spare a little bit more? Yeah, that's what I mean by I don't think the return is good. Yeah. God damn. I know other companies, I think... I don't want to say the name because I don't know if I'm allowed to say the price, but <laughs> I, I know some people who got paid like at least like like one k a day, but it wasn't cosplay. Yeah. But they were just like, you know, they were content creators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, I think content creators. The issue is with cosplayers is that they don't have a community. Mm, you know what I mean? Like that's people true. don't really like don't like how do I say it? unless you're like someone who's really really well known for cosplaying like specifically yeah like you don't really have a community of people it's more, more so a community of people who enjoy your work it's kind of like instagram yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did you see that one thing where this one instagrammer they had like over a million followers and they were doing like a like deal with a t-shirt company i think uh-huh where if they could sell it was like 30 shirts they could get something for free and they weren't able to hit that 30 Oh my god. When they had over a million follows on Instagram. I would be suicidal. <laughs> Is that like that would hurt me. Yeah, that's that's painful, man. Holy shit. Yeah, I'd be like, but damn. Y'all don't like me? <laughs> like, <laughs> that reminds me of this one TikTok uh influencer who went to a, like an event mm-hmm. and like she had like a whole booth set up and everything because like the event thought she was gonna be a big hit. Yeah. And no one came. I would cry. I know, dude. I would cry too. I would cry. Oh that's my like god. A, that's like an active visualization of like your community not being there. You know, like at least yeah. with the t-shirt thing, it's like it's a statistic. You know. Yeah. But like, just sitting at a booth and no one's there. I know. I'd be so sad. This is why when I go to cons, I go undercover and no one knows I'm there <laughs> until after the con. I'm like, oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> like, look what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh my I would, god. That'd be my 13th reason. This is completely unrelated, but it just uh-huh. popped into my head. Have you seen that one guy who just showed his entire anus on on um on what? YouTube? Oh, the Nair guy? Yeah. Bro, did you the trickle down views he got for his other shit? Insane. But did you see the video? I did not I did not want to see someone's bubble. It was insane. Was I, it just I was out curious. There? No, uh, so cuz I saw it on Twitter, right? Because oh, someone no. tweeted about it was like, there ain't no way this guy just showed his asshole to like 10 million people, right? Oh my um, god. I, I saw like, the Charlie video, but Charlie obviously didn't show it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I saw the, I saw the tweet and I was like, ain't no way. You know, like, no, ain't no way. It, it has to be fake. It has to be like, she's, she's, she's over-exaggerating. Yeah. There's no way, you know? So I go onto YouTube, I search it up. Within the first 10 seconds, no. I am anal flashed. No, 10... <laughs> At least, like, warm it. Like, you I'm know, give us, like, 30 seconds warning, to, like, dude. think about it. Yeah, I'm not even giving a warning. He's like, hey, guys, here's how my asshole looks right now before <gasps> using the dare. And then it just, bam, there. Like, how was that allowed on YouTube? Like, I understand it's under educational content, but still. No, it's so funny because I watched the whole thing, right? I was, uh, like, uh, morbidly intrigued. <laughs> damn. And... He like shows it another six times what? throughout the video. Yeah, like he he's like he's like here's my butthole before the uh, the nair cream, and then he's he's like okay. The instructions say to apply a thick lather across the area where there is hair, and so he bends over again oh to my apply God. the lather, 
And then he sits there for three minutes. He's like, yeah, wait for three minutes and then wipe. And then he wipes again <gasps> to to show like the, the hair coming off. Yeah. And then he's like, mm, not a lot of hair is coming off right now. So I'm going to wait for a bit more. So he waits for a bit more. Yeah. And then he shows his butt again to wipe again. And oh then he does God. it again after that to show yeah. the second wipe. And then he shows it after he's finished wiping. And then he shows it after he showered. Oh my god. Was it at least did it work? It it, it did work. I I his his butthole was clean. Okay. It was hair free. <laughs> okay. But I think the funniest one, like I'm looking at this purely on like a humor standpoint. Yeah, right? of course. The funniest one was the last shot that he did. So <laughs> I'm so he shows scared. his butt, right? Yeah. But like to like show it more properly, he's like spreading no! his ass cheeks. No. And he stands too far away at the first shot, so he <laughs> inches closer. <laughs> he like waddles the over. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. And the thing is, no, this is the funniest shit. Okay, this is the funniest part. So because like. The, the the clip the last clip of him showing his clean butthole is a bit longer right yeah and he's like waddling over you can see his butthole clenching and unclenching uh and it's the funniest shit because it's like are, is this is this intentional are you trying to promote your like only fans or something like what's going on here Wait, isn't like the rest of his content not related to this kind of stuff at all no the rest of his content is related to like like gay stuff oh okay. it's like I think he has like a course on how to be a bottom or something like that. Uh, don't you, don't what? Don't you just lie there? Uh, apparently not. I I don't know. Um, oh. But he has like a he has like a like a douche product that he oh. like is an ambassador of or something. I'm not sure. But like, oh, I guess you do that to clean your butthole if you're gonna take it yeah. up the ass. It's very gay content. It's like yeah, all gay yeah. content. Damn, he's like this is how you keep your butthole clean for your top. It's so crazy, dude. That's the way that that's allowed on YouTube. If I talk about a tit, I get demonetized <laughs> to the moon and back. If I if I allude to the fact that there is a breast on a human body, I will get demonetized so quickly I can't even blink. I'm pretty sure he was demonetized. For that I'm video. sure, but like, dude, there was like a problem on YouTube a while ago, not even that long ago, where like the thumbnails were like full on porn. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because, like, I was, like, watching, like, I was doing, like, React Andy stuff on stream. And, like, I was just, like, scrolling down, like, searching for something. A full vagina. Yeah, I remember I saw something about how, like, they, if as long as, like, the first, like, few minutes is, like, slightly educational, they were able to get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, like, still, I'm not trying to get banned on Twitch. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> I don't need to see a <laughs> vagina, bro. Like, come on. There's yeah, a different I site was, for it. I was thinking, like, what if you were just on... You I mean, what if you were just on YouTube, right? Yeah. And you clicked on the Nair video not expecting... Oh, my God. A full butthole? Yeah. Like, would Twitch be okay with that because it was educational content? Or I like, think you would get suspended. Would it? I, I think you'd get suspended instantly. But, like, it was on YouTube, yeah, but it, Twitch and YouTube have different con uh, guidelines. I'm allowed to listen to Spotify music on Twitch. I can't do that on YouTube. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I just thought it was so funny. I was like, what if some unassuming guy just like, At know. least, at least 
like two million of those 10 million views were someone sending them a video like hit, lol, oh, look no, at this absolutely absolutely i'm one like of those like the rick roll it's like a butt no, roll i am one of those <laughs> <laughs> I it's like pixel. i was like hey watch this <laughs> no it's like maybe like the first hundred people just clicked on it unassuming sent it to each hundred person sent to a hundred people like oh well look at this and then it just like slowly but <laughs> surely more people kept watching because of that <laughs> i mean it is it is shock content but i will say he does what he says it's not clickbait he does what he says it's not clickbait it is very informative it uh, yeah we we're informed of what his butthole looks I like i was informed of what his butthole looks like and i was informed that narrow body cream works that's just some things on the internet they don't need to be there <laughs> and i think people need to learn that lesson hey listen 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 arguably right if you were gay and you didn't know if you could use this on your butthole okay and this guy you find this video online it'd be reassuring right a reddit post would be reassuring as well being like yes you can use nair on your butthole yeah. but like a reddit post could lie he actually shows him putting nair butt cream i mean the body cream <laughs> <laughs> nair butt cream <laughs> okay but like i feel like that's not a youtube video that's like a vimeo video that's a Pornhub video. It's a Pornhub video. But like, no, it's like a Vimeo video. I feel like it, it's like less regulated than YouTube probably. Like, I feel like like Vimeo is like the wild, wild west. I don't know. I'll argue for it. I think it's informative <laughs> to some extent. I just wouldn't want to click a video and get flashed to the asshole in the first 10 seconds. Yeah. I think he should have given a warning. At least like 30 seconds. Yeah. It'd be like butthole approaching. I think he should have been like, uh, by the way, I'm about to show my asshole. <laughs> like, you know, and then cut. <laughs> and, then, and then it's just the asshole. No warning. Yeah. Like, like, asshole. <laughs> boom. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. And then if anyone ever asks, ever asked, like, can you give more of a warning? He's like, I gave a warning. What more do you want? Yeah. Why aren't your reflexes faster to hit pause? Yeah. <laughs> just, just be better. That's a skill what issue. What if man. a VTuber drew this? What do you mean? Like, they just, like, redrew it. But, like, with their the, character. Be the butthole? Yeah. I, I... I don't know. So, like, they just, like, Hey, guys, I'm gonna show you guys how to narrow a butthole. And then they go through and they just redraw everything. Oh, my God. And, like, like what would, like, what would happen? Wait, could we talk about... Sorry, we're gonna pivot a little bit. Can we talk about that one VTuber cringe, like, video? Oh, yeah. That was insane. That she, was in character insane. trying to call someone out. Also, like the the anime dub, oh like God. voice acting. What was that one line she said that we were like, could I could not like it was too I much. I don't remember. It was something along the lines of like, like oh, for someone who deals a lot with consent, you sure suck at it. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> for someone who deals a lot about consent, you sure suck at it. <laughs> yeah something like that oh my uh, and ho holding the horny bat asset too yeah she consciously had to make that decision dude and she that consciously spoke like that like i'm sorry are we getting to the era of youtuber video of vtuber videos where we're gonna start, start doing apologies in character i i hope not like okay i, I sure okay. hope not which one is worse that video or someone else being like i never said my stream was a safe place <laughs> Okay, honestly, I think 
I think the the faked in character apology is worse. I also because I think that's actively like trying to be malicious to one specific person and ruin their career. Yeah. And the I other one is just like, like you're just a shit person, like whatever. Yeah, it, it's like you're admitting to being a shit person. That's one. But I think like th- I, I was talking about this when we when we first saw the apology, where I was like saying I feel like it's so damaging as well to like people who are actually like doing serious, you know, yeah. like call out posts with like serious evidence and stuff like that. Because it's like it makes them be it makes the situation lighthearted, you know? Yeah, like, people and don't it take it people as take them less seriously. Yeah. And I think that's really damaging for other other issues that might be like, you know, more concerning. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if someone's is just like, yeah, my space is not a safe space. It's just like, okay, you're a fucking shit person then. Yeah. yeah go fuck yourself. You know, like. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. But also like if that guy who like she was trying to call out didn't just release everything. Like obviously people weren't going to take his side. Oh, yeah. No, obviously not. And, like, it's kind of shitty because, like, if someone else does get, like, falsely called out, but, like, they don't, like, maybe they have sensitive information in their DMs that they don't want out there. And, like, the mm-hmm. only way that they'll be believed is if they release everything, like, all the dirty laundry mm-hmm. that, like, they wouldn't particularly want out there. But yeah, also, that's what happened that with the a dumbass. Why didn't she just, like, obviously the receipts were there. Why did, why did you, did you not think? Yeah. They, they would be used against you? Like, what? <laughs> that was insane. Like, I think maybe, I don't know. I think maybe, because, like, when when the uh, Colleen Ballinger uh, apology got released, I was hey. talking about it with my... <laughs> <laughs> Toxic gossip train. In A minor, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not the A minor. <laughs> it was an A minor. Oh my god, so for those who don't know, uh, Miranda Sings, Colleen Ballinger, uh, released an apology with her ukulele song, and the the key of the song was an A minor, and we were on call together with Umiko, me, it was me, Mina, Umiko, and Umiko said something along the lines of like, oh, A minor, and I didn't get it for like a good three minutes, mm-hmm. and then three minutes later, I just start hysterically laughing. Yeah, it was such a delayed <laughs> laugh, I'm like, wait, what are you laughing about now, like... <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, A minor! No! Because, <laughs> like, the whole thing with uh, Miranda Sings was that she was accused of grooming A minor. Yeah. It's and her song. it was just so fucking ironic. <sighs> Do you think she did that on purpose? Do you think that there's was, like, no a meta way. commentary? No, there's no way. I, I cannot believe it. <laughs> like, it's just, like, an unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> but, yeah, um... What was I saying? I cannot remember. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, the, the, the VTuber who did the uh, the apology. Oh, yes. I was going to say, I think um, maybe she was banking on the fact of, like, her apology video is going to be so ridiculous and so out there that, like, everyone's going to be paying attention to the apology video and not to the actual drama. But do you genuinely believe... I, I think no. she thought that was a good video. Okay, because I think that's what Miranda Singh's intention was, was her with her apology video. Oh, the people were like, we're going to forget about the situation and just focus on the fact that it is ridiculous. Yeah, because it kind of worked. It like, did, 100%. All the, people, all the people like talking about Miranda Singh's and Colleen Ballinger, like her apology video, like almost all of them don't talk about the context of like yeah. what the apology was for. So, that's I don't know. true. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hyper, hyper cynical. I could see, 
I could see that because, like, I'm sorry. I saw an Osu map of her apology song earlier yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so funny because of how ridiculous it is. But yeah, it does not kind of like the ridiculousness of it takes away from the seriousness of the situation. Yeah, because it makes it focus the attention on how weird her apology video is and not the actual issues that are pertaining to the apology. That's kind she of doesn't talk about it. That's kind of big brain. That was like my initial reaction when I like first was like thinking about it. Yeah. Where I was like, hmm, a lot of people are talking about the apology video, but not a lot of people are talking about, you know, Alex uh, McIntyre. Yeah. So like that's a little, you know. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Did you see Trisha Paytas's response? No. Dude, she has matured so much. Really? <laughs> like she actually had like God damn. Cause um her and Colleen started a podcast like a month ago before oh, this shit happened. Oh fuck. And the thing is, like, uh I think Trisha and her team asked Colleen about like the situation beforehand. And Colleen like extremely downplayed it. Oh, and like there was even a case where like back like way back when um, Colleen sent Trisha's nudes to like the minors and was like shit talking them like them because like That's Trisha has insane. an OnlyFans and Trisha asked about this. She's like, like, did this actually happen? Like and apparently Colleen was like, no, 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 no. Like they sent it to me. And like I told them like that's like deplorable and you shouldn't do that. <laughs> And it, it came crazy. out that it was the exact opposite that That's happened. That's insane. And yeah, like her apology, like she was like apologizing to the victims and being like, I'm so sorry. Like, like she told us that like it was all blown out of proportion. And like, I thought we were friends and it turns out like we're not. And, like, and she's like, I'm no longer going to be like associating with her anymore. Good for her though. I, I You should watch Bose's video on it. It's really good. I, I don't know much about Trisha Paytas, but I do know that she's been a she's been a center of a lot of controversy in the past before. Yeah, I think she she had a kid, and I think that like caused her to mature a lot. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll do it to you. I say yeah. like I have a fucking child. <laughs> I mean, our communities are like our babies. Yeah, in a way, they just open but their yeah, mouths no. and go ah for content. <laughs> a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um... I do feel like Colleen is smart enough to be able to make that like a ploy. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. like she obviously is very good at manipulation. Yes. Yeah. She was able to manipulate her audience to believing her the first time she apologized. Yeah. So I think there is something more to be said about her apology video than just being ridiculous. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous for a reason. Damn, that's like Conspiracy so theory. <laughs> that's so giga brain if she actually like did that and it worked. Because <laughs> that's like you such know, like a ballsy like move. You know what's so funny though? Like, um, I remember this brought me back, like when I was talking about this on stream, someone was like, Oh, Moogie, like, uh, if this is true, like, you know, it's kind of crazy that you thought of this, right? Um, and I was like, does that mean I'm good at manipulation? <laughs> like, if I can recognize this in other people, does that mean I'm good at it? Like, no, 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 no. It just means that you're a victim. <laughs> you're you're a victim and you learn the signs. I learned the signs. I know the red flags. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. You just, you're aware. But yeah, do you think that's a good place to uh, end it this week? I think so, yeah. Damn, we talked about a lot of different topics. 
Yeah, this was a this was a ADHD conversation. I think this Bounced is what, everywhere. I feel like this is just what our normal ones are <laughs> are like now. <laughs> All right. Ahem. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can find us both streaming at our respective Twitch channels at twitch.tv slash nagamimugi, N-A-G-A-M-I-M-U-G-I, and twitch.tv slash minaoyama, M-I-N-A-A-O-Y-A-M-A. You can find us also at Mail Live at twitch.tv slash Podcast once a month, where you can join um, us in a live audience the- in the recording of these episodes. Oh, actually, um, I'm going to start packing up my stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start packing up my stuff on Wednesday the 19th. On the 19th? So do you want to do next we week's do the 14th. Live? Yeah. Next week's will be live. Well, this is going to be come out after the 14th. <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll make an announcement. We'll make an announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. When is this one coming out? This one's coming out uh, 25th. Oh, psh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. You're in the past right now. Once a month. We'll figure out the <laughs> August one later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for for listening and i hope to see you in the next one have a great time zone bye guys Bye-bye. bye bye